What's going on guys? Today, I've decided to bring back Junius Checha, the director at Synergy Realty. Now, Junius himself has been a great mentor to me, to my brother, to our business, and he's really helped teach us a lot of the key learnings and things to avoid and also things to try during your business, which has really been beneficial for us. And in this episode, we talk about how he had to change and adapt his business during COVID, as well as how he used that spare time to learn about new things, diversify his income. So definitely, I highly recommend this episode. Junius is a great mentor to me, to my brother, to our business, and I really hope that you guys can learn a thing or two from him. Thanks for coming back on the podcast, man. No problem, Joel. It's been- Happy think, to be here. Thank you. It, I think it's like been two years since you came on the last one. the last right? time, yeah. yes. We went from Hallam. Hallam. All the way to the 11th space. Yeah. Better place, so for sure, than Hallam. <laughs> Wow, that was yeah. the last time I'm going it's there. Least, it's lease now. Yeah. But that got, oh, I think it's like on a six month lease, I think. The, the whole warehouse? Oh, yeah. Someone's okay. just using it for inventory. So it's good cash in my dad. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, man. So I think the biggest difference between then and now is like you're a dad now, right? So. Yep. Oh, yep. How's that life? Very rewarding though. I mean, obviously the first month it's really hard, especially the lockdown. No one can pretty much uh, came to our place. Uh, my in-laws supposed to came back in July, lockdown, the borders closed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, couldn't fly here. And then, so pretty much our first baby, two of us uh, learning how to deal with this whenever she cries and that. But after the three months, yeah, it's uh, start to get better. She can sleep through the night for six, seven hours. And, but yeah, I mean, as much as it's hard and very tiring, but very rewarding, I'll say. So when's you, yours? What's that? When's yours? When's mine? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Nine months. <laughs> Nine months? Oops. Bro, bro. Okay. Anyway, so, so how do you, how do you, how do you uh, diversify your time now? Is it like 33%, you know, work, 33% no, I mean, your wife? Yeah, well, there's a kind of blessing in this case for me personally. I know a lot of people facing hardship during that time and, and I feel them, you know, but uh, for me during that time, because I just got my baby, I, I, I was able to work from home because the whole thing's uh, closed down anyway, our office closed down. So the first three months, which is August, September, October, my, my, my baby uh, born on the uh, end of July, the next few days, suddenly it's the lockdown. So when the lockdown happened, I was still in the hospital. Um, after that, went back home. So everything's just fully locked down. Uh, but I was able to work from home. Yeah. And during that first three months, so I get time to really adjust. I can imagine if, because most people, they take off for about a month, yeah? Uh, even you, you only get two weeks parental leave for the, for the dads normally. For the mom, you get about, I think, uh, longer, I think 18 weeks or something. But yeah, I mean, during this that three months, so I was able to, because I work from home, it's much easier. Um, then, but now if you ask me the time, I mean, it started to get back to normal in terms of the working hours, you know, in the morning, wake up, uh, go to work. Uh, but the difference is when I'm at home though, as you all know, I love to play my games, but those things got to stop now, <laughs> not stop. I would say less, much, much less. Um, so yeah, go home. Now when I go home, I start spending time with my daughter. 
Oh. Mm, mm, mm. Cool, cool, cool. And how's things going with Synergy? With Synergy, um, yes, during the the lockdown 2020, we see a lot of apartment, especially the one in CBD, having uh, a lot of decline in terms of rent. Rental price could go easily between 25 to 30% decline you know, from their all-time high pretty much. Uh, the last time I saw this sort of price is when I was in uni, which is about is it 15 years ago? Yeah, it was crazy. So imagine, I mean, a two-bedroom. Prices, you're talking about? Prices, yeah. 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 Two-bedroom in the CBD, rental pricing, yeah? Mm. Two-bedroom in the CBD, now we're looking at around, what, 400? Which, never seen that before. It's even when I first started doing property about 10 yeah. years ago, uh, we used to get two-bedroom in CBD for at least $600 per week. Now suddenly 400 bucks per week. And even that's even hard to rent. Yeah. You see sometimes one bedroom at 250. It's like a studio price, you know. Um, that's what happened in 2020, 2021. I hope things gets better. Mm. Heard the vaccines is here. Hopefully things gets better for everybody, you know. And I really feel for all those retailers that's really suffering. And I've yeah. heard within my own network uh, alone just how many businesses that are already closed. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're not just retailers, but I guess real estate as well when you think about it, right? I mean, after, I think RMIT announced that they closed the campus for the entire year already. For 2021? For 2021. Oh, okay. If that's the case, like uh, the rentals is going to go crazy, man. Yeah, obviously. I mean, some of the students, especially the international students, if it's online, some of their logic is like, why would I go to Australia or Melbourne mm. paying Aussie dollar for rent and also for food for living costs? Well, I can just do it from my home country. No rent. At exactly. I can stay with my parents. Yeah, exactly. And obviously that will affect the, not only the real estate, I would say also the businesses, because if you see a lot of this restaurant, the groceries, you know, the, what's the driving them, obviously not all, but these students that's coming international, they make a quite a significant mm -hmm. impact in terms of the purchasing power in here. And all those oh, things yeah, gone. Sure. Those, kids, those kids, they come less. from rich families. And I was talking with Kyle the other day and he was yep. saying, you know, These uh, international students, you know, they give real estate agents something to do. They give the nightclub something to do. Yeah, give the groceries yep, something sure. to do, and then yep. you're losing, Restaurant. You're losing yeah. all that money. You're losing all that business. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, you will see the tough. effect, obviously. And I think um, everyone's the, the mentality is like uh, 2020. Let's just quickly move past that year. In 2021, yep. it's going to be the year of opportunity. But at, you know, at this rate, I don't think so, man. I really don't think so. We never know what the future holds, obviously, but yeah. at least you want to approach 2021 with a expectation, you know? Yeah. You don't want to be bogged down with what happened with 2020, feel negative of what's happening. I mean, we survive 2020. Yeah. Let's embrace 2021 with a, with a hope yeah. that things yeah. will get better. Have you, know? you readjusted? Has Synergy readjusted their targets and objectives and the way yeah, they... Yeah, we, we had to. We had to. I mean, especially not even 2021, back in... March, when all these things happened, we had an emergency meeting. Okay, we had an emergency meeting once a week. And but I remember there's some stages that we uh, put for impl implementation. Or if this happened, what's the next stage? Or if this happened, what's the next stage? And uh, then we still, at the moment, for every once a month, at least we look back at our target and see where we are. Obviously, there are significant reduction in terms of our target as well. Uh, put it this way, I mean, if you manage uh, property and we're a real estate agent, we manage property, we charge based on percentage. When the rental goes down 25%, 30% down, 
obviously our income will also do 25 percent down as simple as that because we charge based on percentage yeah yeah also um yeah that brings me to my own property man as you know yes tenants move out tomorrow okay and I, i need to get that lease you know because the bank is not giving me any more extensions you know what i mean oh you've been so deferring is it i've been deferring which is good because i have cash at mm-hmm. least now i can yep. you know i can make monthly repayments but i don't want to do that you know yeah. i need i need to bring someone in and my current agency it's not good man like i said never never met never wants to speak to me on the phone the mm-hmm. one time i'm supposed to meet her at the property she doesn't show up yeah she, was she late doesn't even show up she wait was that late no was she, she didn't no. come i waited okay. there like half an hour called the office called her it was bad man so yeah i'll, I'll give it I'll, i'll let them have a month on it hopefully they can mm-hmm. lease it if not pass it on to you guys but well, if you're not happy with yeah. agency i mean obviously we are here to help uh we don't want to poach people property yeah. i mean we we because we know what we're doing is really good you know I, i'm confident in it my property management team is one of the best i believe our infrastructure is really good yeah. um and we get people like you that's not happy with their agency and move to us you know i think uh you gotta really know what's the difference because if you're asking about Can I rent it higher? I mean, the market is the market, you know? What we do, yes, maybe slightly higher yeah. or not necessarily because some people want to get a higher uh, rent, but sometimes with tenancy, uh, with renting the property, I notice that higher rent, not necessarily the best, but what you want is, as I mentioned yeah, in my previous video, yeah. consistency, yeah, yeah, yeah. tenants pay rent on time, keep the property clean. Maybe you don't get as high as the, your neighbor, but at least you don't keep changing tenant and then it gives you stability. Imagine yeah, your tenant, sorry. you know, uh, keeping the lease, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, man. Yeah. Um, Ready yeah, to move it? I prepared the documents, you know, I'll get my property manager to contact you. Definitely, you can always meet my property managers. It's, <laughs> it's not, but bro, you're not poaching me, but we're friends. I'm not. Bro. We're friends. That's, that's why you got it. That's yeah. why you got it. So yeah. if the other agent, if you're watching this, he's my friend. Yeah. What can I do? You know what? You know what? I'll, 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 I'll show you this. You know, recently I've, I've saw a, a photo, meme on the internet pretty much. Very funny. Okay. But I'll read it to you. Okay. I'll read it to you. Is that, is that the McConaughey one? Yeah. It says this. It says this. Let me read this. Yeah. If my friend is an accountant, that's where I'm doing my taxes. If my friend opens a bar, that's where I'm going to drink. If my friend opens a restaurant, that's where I'm going out to it. Others may have better prices, remember this, but I'm helping my friends build their business. We will succeed together. And I will add, if my friend is a real estate agent, that's where I move my property. (laughs) For you guys who who don't know the context, Junior sent me this picture and he's been chasing my property for the last, what, four, five months already? (laughs) Not four, five months. Send me that picture and said, all right, man. Nah, I just sent you that, what, a day ago, two days ago. All right, man, yeah. Will my listing transform your business? <laughs> it will help for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you can get my, my cousin Tony. To, Why not? Uh, Why not? To manage it. Why not? Why not? I If you're happy with Tony. I heard he's doing um full-time internship. Um, yeah, Nathan told me last night. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't know what's the, what's the terms. So I'm going to give yeah. the guy a call. I just want to know. Is it like yeah. two days, three days in the yeah, office? Yeah, you know? Yeah. I think he's doing five days. Easy. I think okay. he's doing five days. But he's very motivated. He's all very right, motivated right. to get the job. Okay. So, yeah, he's good. Uh, apart from synergy in real estate, yeah, I think um, what COVID did was it really taught us why it's important to kind of don't put all your eggs in one basket, diversify your income, you know, That's do right. multiple things, right. be productive with your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you, what have you been doing during the last couple of months, I guess? Um, obviously with the baby, you know, with the mm-hmm. babies there, it's consumed a lot of my time. Um, But the COVID also teach not only just put things in one basket, but you realize that how fragile we are. You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, you could have 
10, 12 different sources of income. It could be all related to COVID. I mean, most businesses affected by COVID. Yes, there are businesses all that businesses, are booming, yeah. uh, like Zoom, you know, sure, is booming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what are the chances? You know, most people work in, I mean, some hotel, hospitality, retail. Those are the places that employ the most, mostly. And those are affected. But COVID teaches really that we are, as a human being, we're really fragile. And COVID really, in a way, um, humble us to know that, hey, you know, we're not as good as we are. Even small things that even the eyes cannot see can bring the world to its knees. That's what I realized back in 2020. I mean, all those people that used to be boastful, maybe, they realized that, nah, you know. Go humble. Yeah, they yeah. got humble. You're right. Um, but what I've been doing, obviously, uh, because of working home from home and then uh, during the lockdown as well, there's not much things to do. Even you can't really go out. So I've been reading news, learning from news, and I start learning more about investing in the share market even. So, uh, and the babies, pretty much that's what, that's what I've been doing pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's another big thing because I know you didn't invest in, you weren't doing any stocks before COVID. And then you pretty much started the same time I did. So I want to ask is, um, how, how's that uh, going at the moment? Um, it's not that I didn't want to do stock before. It's just that I was never exposed to it. Yeah. I, be, I believe, obviously, you the one that introduced me, yeah. okay, to this uh, platform back in, I think, May. Yeah. I was just giving it a try, but never look at it again. It was busy because May was, we just recently opened from those lockdown March, April. Right, so back in May, June, and I've got my baby too busy. July, got my baby there, but starting on August, so pretty much I'm just pretty much really focusing uh, on investing in the share market back in August. So from May, June, July, then start you probably start earlier than me. I think I started about two or three months before you. Oh, that's right, yeah. So starting really in August, it's been great, you know, yeah. it's been great, but same thing. I mean, the past few months also teach me few things in the share market you know <laughs> there are things that is just way out of the fundamental some people just buy out of hype some people don't even know why they buy <laughs> some people if you especially look at the comment some people don't know why it goes down like i was surprised you know i mean buying a, sh buying a stock market is like investing in a company you gotta know what they do you gotta know what their financial are they doing really well you know um not just out of hype you know you can make a swing trade out of hype i think yeah. but Safest way is to really know what the company is doing and see the management. Yeah. Uh, I always want to see who's the people running it. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's what's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you never let trading become your day job, right? I mean, you still focus on uh, real estate? Yeah, I mean, my passion is really still in the real estate. I think it's just a way to invest your money. Um, the way I see it is to put it this way. The bank at the moment, you can put your money in the bank, obviously. That's the safest way. I mean, it's not going to go down in terms of the numbers-wise, because the bank guarantees that, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, looking at the interest rate, looking at our inflation, um, you, I'm, I, I was thinking that, hey, maybe I should move some of my money trying a different kind of investment. Yeah. There are so many different investments. You can start your own business. Sure, sure. That's also investment. You can buy a property investment as well. That's also investment. Um, Another way is also in the share market. That's also another investment. That's this, and no, I wouldn't let it become my day job trading. Yeah. But I love real estate. That's what I do. That's what I do best. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're at the end of the day, you can trade as much as you want, but you're a businessman, right? 
Yep, I love businesses. I love businesses. That's right. Yeah. Um, and that's why with the share market, it kind of relate. You know, when I love the businesses, I read their, go through their financial. I see, I think it looks great. Hey, why not? I put some little bit of my money over there and give it a try. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think, um, and that's good to be able to, you know, diversify your portfolio like that. Because the way I see it is investing in property is safe, right? It's there. It's, you you can have the title. It's something it's you safer. can touch and it's feel. Safer. Yeah. Yep. Right, and it's always yeah, going yeah. up. And then stocks, I, I guess. I don't know if it goes uh, up. Yes, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't hopefully, say that. <laughs> hopefully. Um, and then stocks again. I mean, this is the potential for growth in stocks is you know the sky, right? And then business, I guess, is is just the, is to help you get that cash flow to get everything running together. So I guess owning all three is uh is quite important. Yep, business in a way it's you have control on it. I think that's the difference. I mean. In property, you don't really have control of where the property goes. You know, you just follow what's the market, what's the government want to build in, in that neighborhood will help boost the price ups, uh, the infrastructure over there. Uh, that's what you don't have control on it, right? Mm-hmm. Share market, the same thing. Uh, you're investing in a business, but you're in management. So they could losing sales tomorrow. You don't have control in terms of, oh, maybe I can help. You can do that, right? As a retail investor, you can do that. Maybe if you're institutionally different, yeah? So you could own a 10% share of the company, you get a vote on, you get a say on doing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for us, retail investor, I don't think we have that capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, but as in a business side, when you open your business, like when you have your business, you have the um, freedom to direct where do you want to go. And when things uh, go south, you can implement a new strategy on doing things. I think it's yeah. within your control of how to do it things 100 100 yeah. business is is the one that you can mold and move and change yep yeah yeah and in your business score you got partners ivan and bruce what's the main difference uh what what difference do you bring to the table from those two guys value you mean yeah and what you can bring yeah yeah i think it's yeah it's very important in your partnership that being upfront um in the beginning especially when you form the partnership and also to complement one another i think i mentioned in your podcast this time that uh, uh, you gotta have one guy that uh, that you trust to make the final decision. You know, obviously, especially when you have three people like us, so mm. that you can't have three heads in one company. You know, sure. you gotta respect one another. Sure. That's number one. Trust, obviously, that's very important. But value as well. You know, everybody's strengths and weaknesses. I think that's uh, very important. So you can direct them where they should go. For example, we know strength of this person is more into um, a relationship uh, base you know and the other one is more like very firm on a textbook and that's where you want to put him under the implementation of policy sure. and stuff but when you want to dealing with a clients and thing you want somebody who is very uh, bubbly put it that way mm-hmm. that's where you yeah. uh What's but connect uh, all these things together? Yeah, what I was asking for is like, what's your what's your value? So if you were to suddenly leave Synergy, what what's the big thing that they'd be missing? I think for me, it's uh, more the balancing between uh, uh, Ivan and Bruce. Yeah. For their way, uh, Ivan is a very uh, uh, cheerful person, yeah. as you know. Um, he doesn't really he he doesn't like to be bogged down with paperwork, and he doesn't like to be in the office. But at the same time, we need people in the office, you know. Um, Bruce likes to be in the office. We need to be able to maintain the staff. Uh, but Bruce sometimes too daring to do things, you know, um, not to details. So for me, it's more like the details when we want to acquire a new business or we want to even hire new people. 
that's where I come in to see that, hey, is this actually, does it stack up? Does the number stack up? Because you got to have all what they call it, uh, not so much the pessimistic, but what do you call that? The uh, the devil's advocate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To say, that, well, what if this thing happened? What if that? You need somebody in your business to question that because there are some people who look at things very uh, positive. There's nothing wrong with it. But sometimes you become in the borderline of delusional because you really want it. So the facts are there. But because your mind is, uh, it's already like, I want these things. So even though the number doesn't stack up, the fact is there, you kind of brush it off. You try to justify. It's like it's like a saying like this. You see a sh- company that's falling apart. You bought the share. The facts are there. You should get out. But what does your mind tells you? You tell this, right? It will go back up, which sometimes it never go back up. That's very important. That's what I learned in share as well. That's the same thing. So that's where that's where the value that I bring. You know, the attention to detail. I look at the very very good at the numbers. Uh, look numbers I tell them like this doesn't make sense and so this is how we do it and when we implement policy as well and then when we implement um, things like uh, uh, KPI that's what I do um, as well sometimes I do infrastructure infrastructure I just I just get this sort of thought about the future for example when we first move I still remember back in 2018 we had a big transition of our software yeah. we used to have a server mm-hmm. and I was up to date with what's happening technology in in, in 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 the open world here. And I noticed, hey, we can start moving to cloud. We're not depending on server because server breaks down, everything just shut down, right? So, okay, let's start moving in cloud back in 2018. All right, 2018, obviously, I've got some uh, uh, rejection. Some of my team members said, nah, it's too hard, blah, blah, you know, the hard work. I said, but well, we got to do it. You know, we got to keep changing, right? So we make the changes um, to moving to the cloud system. 2018, late 2018, 2020 happens, right? Imagine if we still stuck with the server that we have to go to office, do the things. But because we moved it 2018, it was my initiative to move it. Everybody was so thankful that, oh, thank God we already, you know. And then recently as well, back in 2000 and uh, I think late, Late 18 as well, late 19, when I'm moving to the cloud, I start saying, hey, I think uh, with the current speed of our internet, the infrastructure that we have, we can do some outsourcing. Some of those things we can do outsource it, you know, which save us costs. Again, don't then happen. Good things we can reduce some of our costs because we have outsourced some of that stuff. Yeah, I think value in terms of not only just the details and numbers, but the ability to, I think the wisdom, yeah, to see that, what's in the future that I can implement in my business. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've been working with you guys for about, about a year and a half. I think longer than that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I've been working with you guys for about, yeah, I, you know what, a year and a half, a year and a half. And I think I've spent enough time. Yeah, cool. I think I've spent enough time with you guys to kind of identify, like, how, you know, how you guys run it. And correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but I'm pretty sure Ivan is the guy who gets the who goes out and gets the deals. Bruce is the guy who makes sure the operations is all working, and you're the guy who just executes everything. Um, you could call it that way, but Bruce yeah. mostly is the one that um, as the managing director. I mean, Ivan is the one that we send outside. 
cheerful people like him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So send them to meet the developers. You know, we send him, right? That means 11 space. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Uh, we get Bruce to make sure that uh, what we have agreed, it's, uh, especially, mostly, especially with the team member, mm-hmm. you know, to focus attention on the team the member. Um, not so much on operation. I used to yeah. do operations. Yeah, okay. So I used to do the operation. But Bruce is, I would say, the captain. As I said, remember, the three of us, you can't have three heads. So I will say that, hey, um, we give inputs uh, because the last thing you want is to have a disagreement, and but it ends up into a fight. Disagreement is normal in partnership, you know? It's very normal. Yeah. We have it almost every every day. But it's more about the respect that we have between one another and what we have agreed. Like We've agreed that, okay, as you as the managing director, for example, Bruce, what is your vision for this year? Yeah. Okay, I say oh, my vision is to have another office. Okay, Ivans will source what's out there, obviously with the help of Bruce and me. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes down to the execution, as you said, the operation and making sure that the office that's open, you know, uh, we have the team member over there, we have the right infrastructure over there. That's where I comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. And you know, I, I um, I never said this, but I, I have, I have a very, very uh. I highly regard regard Bruce. I feel like he's, uh, you know, he's a great example of an entrepreneur, and um, just you know, just the way he runs his business. You know, it's it's very it's very insightful. And um, the funniest the funniest thing he's ever done was remember how crazy he was going about the whole you know Dan Andrews lockdown, and he he oh, even yeah. joined the he joined the group on Facebook. You know, give Dan the boot. <laughs> Do you remember that time when yeah. um yeah. he uploaded on his Facebook? He's like um, on behalf of. You know, synergy. We will no longer be catering to police. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some crazy stuff, man. Did you have to? Have, did you have to talk to him about that in the end? Or? Obviously, yeah. I mean, I yeah. had discussion first with Ivan. I mean, because <laughs> a couple of our partners in our other office yeah. gave me a call, like, "Hey, what's happening? Are we really not going to be serving cops?" No, no. Because I got a cop calling me right now. What do I, I have do? to disagree <laughs> with that? Uh, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, as much as he's uh, the managing director of Synergy South here, but yeah. I have to disagree with that. I mean. Not all the police does that, right? Some of them maybe did that. Um, obviously, uh, we respect, we're thankful what the police has done. I mean, we taught them, can you imagine what's happening in Victoria, right? But um, it's his personal space. As in like Facebook, it's his personal page. It's not under Synergy page. In what, a way, did, like what did he say are... to you? Was he like, Junior's made my own page, man. No, no. Don't I mean, tell me how to run it. <laughs> I mean, he get to say whatever he wants, obviously. Yeah. it's his page, right? I can't yeah. tell him what to write over there, you know? Uh, but obviously, I had a phone chat with Ivan, with a couple of our partners as well, because they were like all concerned. Hey, you know, how come suddenly Synergy is bringing, bringing into that? And how come we're banning? No, no, I said, no, 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 I'm banning. I think that's just him. I mean, me personally, no, I'm not going to agree to that. I said, uh, because that's just, I think, I think believe it's, that's wrong. Um, and I, 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 gave, I gave him a call. Hey, what's happened? You know, what happened? And then he started, Obviously, his perspective, or oh no, his uh, justification was he does that. I said, look, okay, look, it's your, it's your personal page. This is, I think, this is what I said to him. It's your personal page. You get to say whatever you want, but please, when you start bringing synergy, but remember, synergy is not just you. Synergy is us. When you want to bring that, make sure you consult with us. You know, I can't tell you to put that page down, do whatever you want to do, but just remember. I mean, when you start bringing synergy into it. There's always us that you need to consult. You don't get just to decide, let's say, 
A, B, C, D, whatever you want to say, whatever, you know. As, as I said, remember the beginning when you said the freedom of speech? There, I believe in freedom, there are boundaries. Yeah. You can't just have a, what they call it, total freedom as in like people, I mean, put it this way. I mean, if you call freedom, can we walk on the street? Yes, but if we just start walking on the street, blocking people driving, would, that, would you call that freedom? Mm. Yeah, mm. we are free to walk on the street but not at the expense of other people paying, right? Yeah. That's why there are, I believe there's always boundaries in your freedom to make sure that you're guided in your freedom. Yeah, and then he was like, yeah, maybe you're right. Is that what happened? Yeah, he was, he, he'll listen, he'll listen. <laughs> it, was, it was a funny one because the, 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 that post that he wrote was very, um, it really was like a gray area because he's like formally Synergy Realty and it was very formal, you know what I mean? <laughs> funny, funny story. But you know what? Well, I still got you on the podcast, Scott. Yeah. I know, and I'm not going to get a lot of guests like you, but I want to ask, um, you know, how you see people like Dan Locke and then you see people like these fake gurus like Ty Lopez and, you know. <laughs> what's you, you like those sort of people, Joe? I mean, I like... I, you adore them, them, isn't it? I mean, you, I like... What I like, I worshipping them? <laughs> listen, like I said, I like the theory. Okay. The theory is correct, right? You can't deny that. And I love, I guess, the showmanship and the ability to... Um, obviously, I've never been to that course, yeah? <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, I can't judge based on that, but just based on what we've seen on YouTube, the findings that we have for those students, uh, what they're doing, you know, that uh, law, fellow pairs or whatever, you know, all these uh, gurus, marketing guru, uh, in a way, it's great that it helps people to, for some people, they need that skill, okay? But what dangerous is if you do not explain to them about the implication, for example, if you quit, because sometimes it just sounds too, how do I word this? It just sounds too, too good to be true. It's like quit your nine to five job and you make all these six figures. You know, as a business owner, it, it, it doesn't just come as easy as that, right? Unless it's a pyramid scheme, okay? But other than that, business need to be built, yeah? yeah. And for you to just wanna, everybody wanna make a quick box. That's the problem with this uh, generation, you know? Everything is instant, 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 instant. Yeah? I want my Lambo tomorrow. I want my mansion tomorrow, you know? And it's all about all this accumulation of wealth that they think is going to make them happy. We know that it's not. So what dangerous is, is, is these things, you know, they entice it with people who is uh, vulnerable. Yeah. They're promising things that sometimes they cannot deliver. Yeah. And... That's dangerous because there are people who said, okay, quit your nine to five job, Joel, because I think, you know why it doesn't work, this course, because you haven't put more hours enough. And that's why you got to quit your nine to five. And then this guy quit nine to five job. They got kids at home. They got bills to pay. They paid the course. Sometimes they paid, I mean, based on the YouTube that we saw, they're using, they're already in debt. And then they still swipe it, the card, you know? You know, um, there was one thing that you said, which is so true and it's so important. Um, how do you know if someone's fake and someone's not fake? How, how do you know? And it was that one thing. Do you remember what you said? Do you remember what you said? What, what did I say? I don't remember. I can't remember. What, what, did we have this? We had this. And I said, how do we differentiate a fake guru and, and someone legit? Someone like, say, Gary Vee and then someone like uh, Ty Lopez or uh, what's his name? Dan Locke. How do you differentiate? Uh, by the fruits. No, bro. You, what did I say? Just where's the business? Where's the at yeah, least Gary Vee, we know that by the fruits you can say by the fruits. By the yeah. fruits. I mean, if you if you preaching something, Joe. Mm -hmm. Okay, for example, you preaching saying that yeah, you gotta uh, quit your nine to five job, 
build your business, blah, blah, blah. And I will see your fruit as in like, okay, Joel, uh, what's your business? That's what you preach, isn't it? You know, if I'm teaching people, say, you know, uh, quit your nine to five job, invest in property, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, people, people want to know, so juniors, show me your fruit, which is show me your property investment, right? Or show me your in other investment, or show me your other business, because you are preaching that. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, you can call it their business, but if you're asking somebody who is fake and not, because it could be many different contexts, yeah? Yeah. It could yeah. be in uh, business, it could be in relationship, it could be in others. The best way is to see their fruits. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, man. I think if we're talking about, say, I I love Dan Lok. I I no, I I'm not the guy, but I love this. I love the whole case, you know, about because it's true. I mean, the the story. This guy's charging ten thousand per hour, right? And Dan Lok, if you end up watching this, like, it's nothing against you. I know it's your business, right? But anyway, yeah, people can get to charge whatever they want. I mean, there's nothing I know, wrong with it. I know there's he charges ten k, but then you can say, okay, if you're gonna help me with my business. Can I see a case study of your own business? And what's funny is he doesn't have a business, man. We don't know. We can search all over the internet. The guy has no business. So we don't know how legit this is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's one that's of true. all those people who's uh, watching this podcast, they're listening to this podcast. So there's a lot of, if you if you go on YouTube, you know the ads? Mm. A lot of the ads talking about this Amazon drop shipping, all this whatever, oh, you know. It's, you know, 600,000 this month and I teach 10 other people how to do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously, uh, I, I believe there are people who make it out there, you yeah. know. But yeah. to truly see their fruit, you know, to really see their... Because it's two different things here. One is you making your income from those business or you making your income by selling this course. So yeah. the business is actually selling this course, you know, not actually the business that he's preaching to you. Yeah, true. All right. Well, what's your advice? Say someone, you know, 18, 19 years old, wants to start his own business, doesn't know where to start, doesn't want to get scammed by a thousand dollar course from Ty Lopez and Dan Locke. What's your advice? Where do we go? Uh, have a mentor, you know? Where do we get these mentors from? Well, I don't know. I mean, um, sometimes it's from your network. Sometimes it could be even your dad, uh, like your father or father's friend, somebody who... Somebody who, who in your community, somebody who have run businesses, you know, yeah. um, or even sometimes there are courses that teaching that, you know. Um, I mean, one of the things in Eleven Space we have uh, courses that teaching people how to do uh, business, and we're not there to scam people, you know. We don't we're not telling them like swap your ten thousand dollar credit card if you don't, if you if you if you know if you say to us that you can't afford it, we're not gonna okay try your different credit card, you know, because we we want to make sure that okay you understand what the what business is, and. There are no shortcut, guys. There are no shortcut, really. I mean, a lot of people want this instant. For those 18 and 19, you're still young. Time is your friend. Right. Build that business, you know, nurture it right. Every single thing that is good, look at all the things in the world. Every single thing that is good, it takes time to build. You talk about what businesses, all those businesses that has been there for 50, 100 years, they were built for 50, 100 years. They didn't become one day... Um, business you know um relationship as well look at uh, all those people that have a relationship for 50 60 years together you know the marriage couple and that's it yeah. takes time it yeah. takes time to build that yeah. you don't get 50 60 years relationship by marrying somebody for a day exactly. right yeah. um yeah. good things takes time yeah and i think that's that's a great point it's yeah. like what um 
Gary Vee was saying. He was like, why does a lot of young business owners fail? Is because they don't have patience. And when you don't have patience, a lot of things can fuck up. And that's just the truth, yeah, right? Everything, they, everything's got to be quick, instant. you know? They want to get passive income without making legit income, <laughs> you know? They're talking about being financially free when... See, be, you know, and because of their thought, yeah. I think my message to all those, you know, because of their thought, these fake gurus is preying on all these vulnerable mind because yeah. they know these yeah. people want something instant. So what do I say to them? I say what they don't, what they want to hear. I say that, you know, quit your nine to five job, earn your six figures, uh, uh, get your passive income. And all these video is always with the mansion, with the Lambo or with some hot girls, you know, and they think that all those things are rented anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can do that thing tomorrow if I want to. Rented all this Lambo, rented this mansion, get a couple of girls behind and start saying things that yeah. doesn't even make any, any sense. Mm -hmm. But remember that, you know, I think all those 18, 19, uh, there's no such thing as shortcut. Good things takes time. Uh, I've built my business for 12 years now. Yeah. Uh, I can't just suddenly tomorrow open and be at my position now. I can't. It's just impossible. And look all those look all those successful business. I mean, for all those nineteen nineteen, you obviously heard about. You're talking about eBay, Amazon, Tesla. Look how many years have they been building that? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People only see it once it's big, but they don't know. They, they don't, don't know what's when they started. Yeah. How yeah. the struggle? You know. Yeah. They well, need to go yeah. through that struggle. Patience is important. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, genius, man. I think let's finish this up. Yeah. This was fun, bro. I okay. enjoyed this. Yeah, yeah. me too. Well, I enjoy it. Yeah. And looking forward for to manage your property, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, last thing, go while you're yeah. still here. Yeah. I, I think it's time we tell the people, man. What is it? JJ Capital, bro. <laughs> JJ Capital. Two thousand dollar course. <laughs> so yeah. you become the fake guru, huh? <laughs> we. But the difference is we're not fake. We're legit. Yeah. We make it cash. Put it this way: when you ask just now, yeah, when you ask just yeah. now, mentor. All right. I mean, I'm I'm 35 years old. I've been, I don't know how you feel, but I believe that I've been mentoring you, Nathan, as well, through, obviously, we met through uh, discipleship, yeah. through church. Yeah. But there are other things as well in business side that I've been mentoring you, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Uh, for those people out there who are asking for mentor, who are still 18, 19, you can always ask Julian, you know, you, you had some business experience. I'm here, you know, I'm open. If you guys need mentor, need some question, help, out of my free time, I don't mind doing it. I mean, it's all about helping people, uh, raising people up. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I think Junius, um, you're one of those people that really want to give back to the next generation. Of, yes, of course. You know, of people. Yes, of course. So, I was, I was like yeah. that. I've met, uh, I've always put it so I met Ivan Bruce there, yeah. eight, nine years older than me. They mentor me. You know. Yeah. Uh, now it's my time to pass it around, and that's why we have this. Uh, for those of you that do not know, we have this end foundation that. For all our businesses that we have, we dedicate uh, uh, an amount of money every single year to put into this foundation. And this foundation, what we do is we actually uh, so, uh, putting people, putting kids that's uh, finishing their high school, but they, they they can't afford to go to university. Mm -hmm. We pay for all their university, you know, yeah. because we want them. We want people to raise up, okay. Yeah. And then once they finish their university, if we have employment that's available. Okay, uh, and we sometimes hire them as well. And it's as well about giving back what you have been given. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. I think um, anyone who does need a mentor or 
need to talk about anything regarding business or about real estate or just advice about life and, and girls and, you know, finding a partner or whatever. Junius is the kind of guy that you can just send him a DM and I'm sure he'll he'll respond. <laughs> yeah, he won't monetize it. He's just, he just wants the help. Yeah. You won't monetize yeah. it yet. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, thanks a lot, man, for being here. Um, All right. Enjoy yeah. it, Joel. Yeah, thank you so well, much. I'll see you next podcast. Eh? See you at the next one. All right.